welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. My name is Betsy Thompson. Super excited for you to be here with us today and my sweet friend, Amanda. So excited for you to get to hang out today. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be really great. Okay. I always uh, hesitate in saying your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jurassi. Nope. Almost. So close. (laughs) Jurassi. What did I say? You added an extra R in there. Okay. Jurassi. 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 Yeah. Oh, I do add an extra yeah. R. Yeah. Jurassi. Okay. And Jeff, my late husband, would always say, you know, if you just kind of like put your pink up, Jurassi, you know. Like, oh, you say like, it cute. You got a Jurassi. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, because it's, it's, it's Sicilian. So it's like, you got to make it Italian. You got to make it. Okay. See, I <laughs> just go to yeah. my friend Amanda. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, so as we're people are jumping in and getting to know you, and before we really dive into your story, uh, talk a little bit just about who you are, your family. You mentioned Jeff, just parents, grandparents, all the things. Yeah. So um, I'm a bit of a Sagemont lifer, kind of in and out. My um, my grandparents, Robert and Mary Rice, they came to Sagemont. I think just about five or six years into the oh, wow. to the birth of okay. the church. Um, my mom and my uncles were in high school, okay. and um, so yeah, like when I kind of came back here, everybody was like, "Oh, you're Kathy Wilson's daughter," and it was like, "Oh, can I please get my own reputation?" I do now have you my do own now. You do now. But um, yeah, so my mom grew up here and went through student ministry Her and all Kathy of the things. Wilson. Kathy Wilson. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then your grandparents um, were Rice? Robert and Mary Rice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, so then when my parents met, my dad was from up north. He's from Colorado. Okay. Um, but they met on a trip through a, um, a mutual friend. Okay. And um, so they did the whole long distance things, all of the things. And then when they decided to get married my dad was intending for my mom to move up there but he surrendered to the ministry mm-hmm. and so they came back okay. so Kathy and Dennis Wilson found their home here at Sagemont awesome. dad got ordained but then as ministry does ministry takes yeah. you wherever it takes you yeah and um, I, my mom and I have counted it up before and I think it's been something like 30 different cities oh my word um, I, that may be a little but I like I really do feel like I've at least lived in about 20 we have yeah. lived all over wow. I was born in East Texas, and then we moved to West Texas, and just all over, wherever God took. But we did finally end up settling into Houston when I was about 10, um, and came back around to Sagemont, and my brother Josh got to go through student ministry here. um, But when when my dad took a job in corporate world, we were more in the memorial area, and we had always said, if we're going to be near Houston's First Baptist, we're going to go hear John Bassanio. And um, so... That took us there. So that was where I was in student okay. ministry. Okay. But, you know, those big holidays and things with grandparents and aunts and uncles being here. here. Sagemont, you come back for the yeah. holidays and for all of the things and just the random. Um, so Sagemont was always yeah. like that second that That's second awesome. home until it became first home. Yeah. And so then you went to college so, and then you came back mm-hmm. and came back here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in college, I started kind of trickling back. Um, but I was kind of going back and forth between living with my parents and living with grandparents. And so it was like one Sunday I'd be at Sagemont, one Sunday right. I'd be at Houston. And so it was just kind of wherever it took me. Um, but then when um, when I got out of college and was I really was like, you know what? No, like I want to go and I want to be full time in Sagemont. So I think I've been back for 16, 17, 18 years, something okay. like that. So you were here for a few years before you met Jeff. Mm-hmm who is your first husband, mm-hmm. who um, 
also passed away in 2017. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. In March 26, 2017. Okay. Yeah. But y'all met here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you actually didn't meet here. Yeah. No, first meeting. So back before the dating websites got super crazy. Yes. He had reached out to Love me. It. First message said, um, I go to Sagemont. Like was in his intro message. Wow. Yeah. And, but you had never met him. No, had never met him. Because okay. I mean, the church is so it big. Is. Oh yeah. All um, the time. And my profile didn't say anything about denomination. It didn't right. say anything about where I go to church, like nothing. So uh, that was just like, oh, this is, this is a God thing for sure. sure. And um, I was in the middle of um, my best friend, Christina and Steven's wedding, getting ready for that, um, like literally days away. And so I was like, well, I'm kind of the maid of honor. Give me some time. Let me get through the wedding and then we'll get to know each other. Yeah. And so then a couple weeks later, we met just here at the church and went to a Bible study together okay. and it started from there. That's how long did y'all date before you got married? We dated, let's see, um, nine months. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, then got married. Pretty quick. Got married. Was he mm-hmm. in the military then? No. Okay. So he had just gotten out, I think maybe six okay. or seven months prior. It was okay. fairly new. So he was getting okay. back, getting settled back in. Okay. And, and then yeah. how long were y'all married before he got sick? About Two and a half years. Okay. I believe. Okay. Yeah. Talk to, tell us a little bit just about that journey mm-hmm. and that story through all of that. Yeah. So, um, right after Easter of 2014, um, he was feeling sick. We weren't sure what was going on. Mm-hmm. And we went to the VA hospital and they were like, oh, you know, it's just little things. Take this medicine, go home, you'll be fine. And um, Jacob was actually going to be baptized Easter Sunday. Fine. And so we had like all of the family was in and we're like, okay, we'll, ju- we'll just kind of wait and see and we'll see how he and feels. And how old was Jacob when y'all got married? Jacob was, you're going to make me mad. Sorry. <laughs> um, he was littler. He was little. He was like four or five. Five, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was little. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he and um, Jeff had full custody of him. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We had done a little. Well, in the beginning, there was a bit of shared custody, but he had the primary custody. Okay. Yeah. Um. But then we had um some family issues and things, and so when he was diagnosed, it was like, oh, we need to get on this because if something yeah. happens to Jeff, then I need to be able to be the one to take care because his mother right. just wasn't fit to yeah. be a mom. Yeah. Um. And so we did. We fought, and in. Um, uh, June of 2015 was the final adoption yes, of Jacob. You were able to officially um, adopt him. Yes, that was such a good day. Cool gotcha day. Yes. So fun. Yes. Um, and I love when the judges are like, we love doing these things because yes. we get all this hard stuff and then, but we love the we adoptions. Do, yes, and so she was just elated. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was 2015. So in 2014, he was diagnosed. We went to one doctor. It was like, oh, okay, go get a second opinion. We go into what is now Houston Methodist. It was St. John's at the time. And and um, they like did the scans and right away just came in and was like, yeah, it's it's tumors, it's cancerous. And it was like, your world is yeah, rocked. Absolutely. Um, the when they when people talk about like the various sickness innocence, like you really just don't sure. like, you know, it's out there, but you you don't think about it. And then all of a sudden it happens to you. You yeah. can never, never go back. Absolutely. Um, but 
we were placed in the hospital that we were placed in for a reason, yeah. and their staff was incredible, mm-hmm. um, so kind. They, I, I mean, we were in and out of the hospital multiple times. Sure. Um, anytime fever would spike, the doctors were saying, you go right to the emergency room. Okay. We always wanted to go back to to St. John's and to Methodist right. um, because the VAER was so rough. And once you got kind of into the VA um, cancer area, it was okay. But for emergencies, you were like, let's right. go. So, uh, I mean, we made friends with the yeah. staff at the hospital. So, so sweet. Um, but what was really cool was because of just kind of the nature of the um, medical world being people from all over the world, yeah all cultures, all religions, all walks of life. It was like a built-in mission field just came right to us. And so every nurse, every doctor that came in, Jeff was so faithful to just be like, I'm going to get through this because my God. And we just got to share over mm-hmm. and over. And they'd, mm-hmm. they'd ask you, why do you have peace? Why is right. this not freaking you out? It's like, okay, it may be freaking us out a little bit, but yeah. my God is in control. We're going to trust him in that. And um, so, yeah, it, it seems like, man, those would be like the toughest days. And they were tough. Sure. But they were some of the sweetest, most peaceful times I'd ever mm-hmm. experienced because yeah. you you felt, I mean, when Scripture talks about the peace that surpasses all understanding. Yep. You really do feel we it. We lived and breathed it. That's amazing. How long was he sick before he passed he away? He was sick for um, just under three years. Okay. That's um, what I thought. Yeah. And so newlyweds mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Um, new mom mm-hmm. with a five-year-old, mm-hmm. five, six-year-old taking all mm-hmm. that on. And on top of all of that, just that would be enough walking through illness and hard illness mm-hmm. and in and out of the hospitals and really seeing him uh, become so, so ill um, and just still clinging to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I had the blessing of knowing you and Jeff mm-hmm. in through that season and Y'all, you did have a peace, but you also had a joy mm-hmm. and this thankfulness where you were like, if this is what the Lord is taking us through, then it, God is still good and God yeah. is still God and has a plan. So many people would look at you and I'm sure have many times and said, how did you do mm-hmm. that? And maybe even why? Why not? Why didn't you get angry at God? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you go through that? And maybe you did. In your own, but how did you process all of that? Yeah. So, um, actually, my family has um, prior experience to terrible sickness and, and walking mm-hmm. through it. Um, when I was five months old, I was diagnosed with hydrocephalus. Um, the anniversary of my brain surgery is actually on the 11th. It's coming up. So fitting wow. that it's Veterans Day and Jeff yes. was a veteran. Um, so I have that testimony of my own miracle healing, how God mm-hmm. worked through everything. And so for me personally, it was looking back and going, God did that he's going to do it somehow I don't know how it's going to work out but he walked through my parents going through all of the trials like why why not me too Mm -hmm. and we tell that testimony every year and so it's like well this is this is my own testimony Mm -hmm. um hard for sure but in those moments when it was like why God he was like you don't know what I'm doing but I'm doing a work just hang in there and it was just like okay I just I just have to trust and and that that joy is just the you know blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted it's because your your heavenly father comes and wraps you in his arms and says it's okay baby girl it's okay yeah 
I love that so, so much. So from people maybe that are going through, I haven't gone through that kind of a grief. Mm -hmm. What are things that you would say, hey, you haven't gone through this. These are things you need to be aware of when someone else is going through it or mm -hmm. has gone through it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've talked to different people and they're like, don't ask them how they're doing. <laughs> like, Don't do that. Yeah. And it's funny because not funny, but I've done it before to women that have been like, and they'll look at me and go, don't ask me that. Yeah. How am I supposed to? I'm like, I'm so sorry. You're right. I know better. You don't ask how you're doing. But what are, are there certain things like that for those of us that haven't walked through mm -hmm. some kind of big traumatic type yeah. of a grief? Um, what's good for us to know and how we can support and how we can and how we can care and ask questions without it causing more harm than good? Right. So if you're in their inner circle, I would say it's okay to say, how are you doing? Yes. Like, please let us know. I am the safe space. Love it's okay to cry. Yes. Um, At the appropriate moments. Right. Not in the hallway of church. <laughs> not, hey, I've just walked right. in the door. Walking I'm trying, past you. Yes. I'm trying to go serve people and I'm yes. about to be with little kids. And, yes. yeah. yeah. And it was all I could do to get in the building. Let me <laughs> right. do my thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you're the inner circle, yes, by yeah. all means. I love that. Um, if you're not, say hey, like, I'm, I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. Is there a specific way that I can be praying mm -hmm. for? Hey, I was thinking about you this week. Um, you know, write a little note, send a little text yeah. message. Hey, I just want you to know that you are loved. Like, just saying the, the general, like, I care, I love, mm -hmm. without them making us have to process what yeah. we're thinking and feeling will go so far. That's so good, because I think so often... We almost seem that it's trivial to go, hey, I thought about you this week, mm. you know, but to hear, you know, you say, yeah. no, say the words, yeah. tell us, I thought about you this week. I yeah. prayed for you this week. Mm -hmm. I am praying for you. Mm -hmm. A text message, a card, just a hug in the hallway yeah. and move along. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. really, really good. And if we have a breakdown, just hug us. It's, yep. it's okay. Yep. It's, it is. Love it. Okay. And yep. then um, a lot of times people, you know, they set up meal trains and stuff. Don't necessarily wait for those things. Just do send it. A, send a candy bar. Send a note. Yes. Send a whatever. Like, yes. just just do it whenever the Holy Spirit prompts. Because that. that's the moment that, that we they need, need it. it. That's right. That's when they need it. That's when they need that. Um, one thing I've talked to different people about is when people will say, well, I'm so glad you're moving on. Hmm. That maybe that's not... That, that can even be a thing to go, wait, I don't want to move on mm -hmm. from this person that I loved and I cared for. But at the same time, you're still living. Yep. And so there is and you have a child and you're. So how did you walk through even just after Jeff's passing? Continuing to live mm -hmm. like how did you process that? What did that look like for you mm -hmm. and for Jacob? Yeah. Um, well, I think some of it really is even in just changing one word. It's in the wording. It's not a moving on. It's a moving forward. Interesting. Um, a moving on, we tend to equate to an ex, a bad situation, right. or whatever. Like, I'm just I finished moving and gone. on. It's done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What we're doing is we're moving forward. We're not mm. shutting back the memories. We're not cutting everything out, especially in, like, mm. <clears throat> When you have in-laws that are involved, like you're not just yes. cutting them yes. out of your life. Right. They're still in your like, part of your family. Like I love my in-laws, my brother and sister-in-laws, my nieces, yes. my nephews. Like I love them. I love getting time with them. So it's not yeah. a moving on. It's a moving forward. I love that. Um, and so it's 
in the beginning, it's one step in front yeah. of the other. Yeah. Um, it's okay if there's the back step. Sure. It's the Absolutely. processing it all. It's the random grief moments in the middle of the grocery store and then going, okay, but I'm going to pick myself up and right. I'm going to move forward. It's okay to have the meltdowns. It's okay to do all of the things. Yeah. And be honest about the process, because I think when we just try and, like, shut it all out, um, then that's when we hold the grief in an unhealthy way. Mm. And that's when it holds on with resentment mm. and anger for far too long. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think it is the the being purposeful to walk through grief not let grief drag you mm-hmm. through it. You know, there's yeah. that part of we we have to grieve. Mm-hmm. You know, we do. We have to walk through mm-hmm. those processes. And it looks different for every single person mm-hmm. and how they do it and how long yeah. and what it looks like. And I'm sure even now, years later, there are days you wake up and are and grieving Jeff. Oh, yeah. You know, for sure. And Jacob, I mean, oh, his yeah. dad and mm-hmm. walking through all of that. So th- I think I love the moving forward, not the moving on. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And so then it's been so fun to walk with you through these years. Um, we've had lots of interesting, fun conversations <laughs> at different seasons yeah. as you've been walking through this process. Yeah. And um, it, you are in a really sweet spot right now. And I adore that. And I think it's one of those that sometimes people see the really sweet spot mm-hmm. and they forget the walking to yeah. and the trusting in and the daily choosing joy and choosing mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and choosing the Lord and choosing to do the things. They just see, oh, look, Amanda got engaged yeah. and she has this really great guy. And it's so exciting, which it is. Show <laughs> yes. the ring. Do you have it on? Woohoo! Got engaged. <laughs> he did good. I know. He did so good. <laughs> Chris is a really great guy. Mm-hmm. And we're super, super excited for you. Thank you. And, um, and we're going to talk about the really sweet season that you're in now. But so often I think people forget that... In the day to day, the choosing, yeah. even when it wasn't, e- when you didn't know the thing, when mm-hmm. you didn't know, <laughs> I'm going to get to be engaged to Chris, I'm going to get to marry Chris, mm-hmm. when you didn't know that thing, in those moments, still choosing joy mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving. Yeah. How, how do you do that? How did you get to a place where you're like, this is what I'm going to do? Um, it is intentionality, 100%. It is the... Um, so in the Lord's prayer, give us this day our daily bread, mm-hmm. that daily bread is so much more. And when I pray that it's Lord, I need, I need sustenance for the day physically. I need it emotionally. I need it mentally. I need it spiritually. Mm-hmm. I need it all. And it's the every day choosing Lord, whatever you're walking me through today, I will remain in you. I will walk with you. I will follow it and keeping that mindset of um, today is one day, tomorrow is another day, and it's going to continue to build. And it sometimes it's the one step at a time, and sometimes it's the big leaps. We take big leaps in it, um, and sometimes we have the setbacks and we get knocked back three steps. Right. And so it's just continuing to be like, you know what? Today I'm going to choose to um, to find joy in the little. I'm going to choose mm. to be okay with grieving and the sorrow. I'm going to be okay to be angry and not sin because some things are just hard. Right. Sure. Um, It's, 
it's okay to feel all of the things. But I think so many times when we're going through seasons that have the mixed emotions, it's like, whoop, I have to shut out the sorrow. Mm. I have to shut out the anger. I have to shut out everything. And it's just got to be happy, happy, joy, joy. Right. And it's like, no, the honesty of that life is messy. Yeah. And God gets in that mess with you mm-hmm. is is the only way that I think anyone should can really get through it. Yeah. And one thing I have seen you do, and um, I think it fills you, but I also think probably it's a choice a lot of days, is you serve. Hmm. You, I don't think you ever really stopped, maybe for a small season, <laughs> not really, yeah. but not really, serving in kids' ministry, mm-hmm. um, VBS, whatever you, wherever you are in, in serving. And I'm sure there were days you walked in to serve going, I have nothing to give. <laughs> But I'm coming here um, and I'm going to love on these kids and it's actually going to serve mm-hmm. me. And that's the body of Christ and having that. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit just about the importance in your life that you've seen in serving. Mm. Um, so actually, I had that experience yesterday. Um, I had a grief meltdown over missing my dad. Yeah. and. Uh, And it was like smack dab in the middle of the afternoon and busy with things. Chris and I were trying to like lay out some wedding stuff and figure things out. And I just lost it. Yeah. And it was right before like, okay, I've got to go. And now I've got to get onto church. And I was just driving. And I was like, Lord, I don't even want to go. I don't like today is exhausting. I've done all of the things. I felt all of the things. I just want to curl up. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, But I also know that for me, the children are my happy place. The church is my happy place. And so it's just like, if you could just get there just get there and sometimes I do walk in the door and it's just like okay I'm here and then I see those faces and it's just like oh it just the Lord just starts to go okay here we go we're gonna fill you up and um so again intentionality it's the choice just to say gonna do it now Mm -hmm. are there some days where it's like okay honestly yeah if I serve today I'm gonna be sick tomorrow okay like, let's be sure, practical. Absolutely. Please yes, 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 yes. But it's the evaluating of like, when you go and you get in your father's house and you go and you get with your people, yeah. uh, the Holy Spirit just does some incredible work that absolutely. just fills you with that joy that absolutely. sustains you. Yeah. And so, yeah, yesterday was a prime example because go. I was walking and exhausted. I was like, no makeup, no doing nothing. I was just like, I'm here. Yeah. And then the little kids just come up and run and hug you and you're like, oh. Yep. This is a good thing. Okay. And I love it. And that's why I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful, getting to serve so often we think is us pouring out and it is, but man, the feeling we get when we're able to serve for Jesus is amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. So let's talk about Chris a little bit. Not really about you, Chris, (laughs) but just about this new season. Mm -hmm. And so, um, how are you and Chris, but both of y'all, preparing your hearts to almost take a risk again? Because mm-hmm. Chris lost his wife mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so for both of y'all to go, I'm willing to take this risk of choosing a person. Mm-hmm. How, how do you prepare your heart for that? How do you have... How do you get to that place where you're like, this is exactly what we're supposed to do, and we know it's a risk? Mm. 
Um, so it was definitely a long journey. We met in 2019 and we mm -hmm. were friends for a while and then we dated for a little bit and realized it wasn't God's timing. Family mm -hmm. wasn't ready. And so it's like, okay, we're taking the step back. We remained friends, um, which so many people were like, why, why are you doing that? It's like, you know, I can't explain it other than God said so. Yeah. Um, and people thought we were crazy, but it's like, you know, we're just until the Lord says otherwise, yeah. we're just going to do it. Um, and uh, we, in this um, year back together, have had more openness and honest mm. conversations and just being raw and real and allowing each other to grieve in such different yeah. ways and being okay. That um, for him, he thought Desi was the love of his life, going to sure. be grow, old gray and, and all of the things. Sorry. For me, I always had this nudge that God was like, I'm going to do something else. Just wait. And I didn't know, like, even before he got sick, like, I didn't understand it. I was like, I'm going to I'm going to love in this moment. I'm going to be faithful sure. and I'm going to honor. And I'm still going to expect that it's going to be right. old and gray. But the Lord was preparing me all along. So mm. we walked through two very different seasons of life. And um, some days it's very hard. Yeah. Some days the conversations are very raw and honest sure. and grieving. Um, but we always are good to cycle back around to God is at the center of this mm. and who is the Lord? He is love and he is, he steadfast mm. and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to hold on to each other in whatever comes our yeah. way. I yeah. got your back. I love that. There's a, um, uh, I can't think of what the name of the song is and he's going to laugh at me because I can't come up with it. But this one <laughs> song that we love, it's got a line and it says, I got your back and your side and your front. And um, we say that to each other all the yeah. time because so many of us like, yeah, I got your back. It's like, no, like I got you from all right? angles. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter yeah. what we're going through. That's and awesome. So, yeah. so that's, that's what we do. We got your back, your side, and your front. Yeah. How have you walked through this with Jacob, with dating, mm -hmm. with engagement, those kinds of things? Yeah. Um, so a lot of them, like, he, he knew that I was getting out of dating, but, like, I kept it for a long time. Um, and... The beginning stages when it was like just trying to figure it out and going on dates here and there. Nope, right. nope, that one didn't work. Yeah. And it was like I shut all that down. I did have one relationship that lasted for a little bit and then it broke up. And I was grieving so hard that I was like, this kid is going to see me crying. And so I had to go and tell him like, hey, this is what mom's been going through. And he was so sweet to be like, it's OK, mom, like I'm here for you. Yeah. And, um, so, so sweet. But then as he got older, it's like, all right, we're going to be realistic. And yeah. he had always expressed like he needs men in his life. Yeah. He, he gravitates towards mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. Um, he and my dad were best of friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I never shied away from keeping him in the know, mm -hmm. um, age appropriate, you know, with the details Absolutely. of like, right now you don't need to know all of the right. things and this and that. But he actually, before, um, Chris and I said anything about like, Hey, we're thinking about dating or anything. Uh, he knew, hmm. and I vividly remember a time where I was FaceTiming Chris in the car, and he, the three of us were talking, and um, and then later, like that day or something, I had said, hey, by the way, Chris and I have decided that we're going to be together, and he was like, yeah, I knew. I saw it. He's like, I could see it when y'all would FaceTime each other, <laughs> right? and it was like, oh, yeah. oh God, okay. Gotta love kids. Uh, but he adores Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
sometimes it drives me crazy because then they're like two little kids uh-huh, jumping around I'm and sure. I'm like, I need to keep y'all calm. Yeah. And y'all are ridiculous. Um, they have such a sweet relationship. Yeah. It is so cool. And he told me the other day, he was like, I text him from time to time and I encourage him and I tell him I love him. And it's like, I had no idea. He's like, he's like, did he tell you that I talked to him about such and such? I'm like, no, like he doesn't tell me these things. That's so really it's, sweet. It's, yeah, it's, it's so cool I that like that. God has been preparing him. But at the same time, because it's long distance, two and a half hours, is right. not an easy thing. He doesn't get to see him all the time. God has placed some incredible men in his life yeah. to just walk alongside him. And and it it takes a village. He needs lots of men in his life. Yeah. And God is providing that. Which has been really sweet. And it's so cool. But I love watching their flourishing relationships. Yeah. So, I love so that. Cool. I think that's so, so precious. Um, so just... As you've walked through all the different seasons that you've walked through, um, with getting ready for holidays are around the corner, Thanksgiving's right mm-hmm. around the corner, um, are there certain things you do to make sure that um, you do have a thankful heart in all the seasons you've walked through? It looks a little different every year Mm. Um, I love that I think people need to hear that I think we so badly (laughs) want to say and this is how we'll do it and every season every year it'll be exactly the same I think that's so good for people to hear like allow yourself for things to look Mm -hmm. different allow it to be a different thing depending on where you're at Mm -hmm. Um, some years it is the the whole thing of like today I'm thankful for and you list it and you do it all the way right and that's great and then widow brain I forget to do it so it's like okay I'm not I'm gonna be realistic this is not the year to right, go sure, and be sure. like I'm thankful for <laughs> make, all of the make things. good expectations and of yourself yes. okay. um, sometimes it looks like uh, today is a hard day but God I am thankful to be alive yeah. and it is okay. To have that mindset because sometimes life is hard and yeah. it's you just got to be honest that it's That's not always it's not yep. as fun this Absolutely. is where i am and, and they're all yes. unreal yeah um it's the honest conversations with the close friends it's the hey can you make sure to include me in these things and so then that community you're so thankful, yeah. um, especially when you don't have to say anything and your friend says, hey, I'm going to see a movie. Let's go. Yeah. Why don't you come with me? Oh, so thankful. Yeah. Um, but then remembering just like the, the 10 lepers and the nine didn't go back, that the one went back and said, hey, Jesus, thank you for the healing. Remembering to go back and say, mm-hmm. thank you, God, for this. Even mm. in the little bit. Thank you, God. I didn't burn the dinner because today was crazy and I thought right. I was going to burn it. And, yeah. and dinner came out great. Just yeah. the intentionality mm-hmm. of um, of the thankfulness. And yeah, yeah, it looks different in every season. Who we're with for Thanksgiving, yes. what we're doing. Right. Sometimes we're camping. Sometimes we're off with family in another location. Sometimes yeah. we're just home. And yeah. and that's... Yeah. That's good, too. Yeah. Um, One thing that I have seen you do so very well is community. Hmm. And you're such a great example of not just sitting back and waiting for community, mm-hmm. but going, no, I know that I need it. I know I need people in my life. I am going to purpose to build community and mm-hmm. have friends and family that are around me that are saying, hey, we're having a movie night. Come mm-hmm. over. But at the same time, you're saying, hey, I'm having a movie night. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all come over. It's not the sitting back and waiting. Mm-hmm. It's the very, like you said, intentional, yeah. purposeful community. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's something that you and Jeff did even before. Yeah. And so this wasn't a Jeff's gone. What do I do? Right. This was just part of who mm-hmm. you are, who mm-hmm. Jeff was, how y'all, how you've done life with people. And I think that's another great thing to look and see, like, don't wait for the hard thing. Be intentional and purposeful mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like for all of us getting ready to roll into Thanksgiving, be purposeful yeah. to f- look at the things you're thankful yeah. for and look at the people in your life and be purposeful to say, hey, I'm thankful for you for this mm-hmm. reason. And reach out, make the phone call, send the card, send the text message, make the invitation. Yes. They're so needed and we don't want to wait until something hard has happened. Mm-hmm. Like do it now. Yeah. Do the thing now. Yeah. So thank you for coming today. Yeah. I love that you are so willing to share your story. And I know, y'all, if you are listening, you're like, this is my first year going into the holidays after a loss. Um, the, how do I do this? I have children. I'm walking through this. Um, y'all, Amanda will talk with you. I promise. 100%. It would be her joy for you, for her to get a random Facebook message <laughs> going, hey, I saw you on Table Talk. Can we do coffee? She will say yes. 100%. Um, and so please use those resources again. Don't isolate, right? Don't isolate, yeah. especially during the holiday season. Yeah. Reach out. Be intentional to make those connections and to find ways to be thankful. Because of Jesus Christ, we all can be thankful. Absolutely. No matter our circumstances. Um, another, and I want to end with this, another thing that you do on Thursdays, which is cool because Table Talk's is coming out on a Thursday. <laughs> um you put up on your Facebook and you kind of email different people and just go, how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And you have people that just on Thursdays just yeah. send you prayer requests and you just pray. Yeah. And so if you want to be a part of that, look her up on Facebook <laughs> and you can do, I mean, she does. It's a giant picture of the cross, the cross at Sage yeah. It says, how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And y'all, she will pray for you. And she'll follow back up and say, hey, I prayed for this. How are, are things going? You have such a heart mm. for that that I don't think you have to work at it. I think it's just, you really care. Yeah. You really yeah. do. Some of it is the muscle that you have to grow. Absolutely. Today, as I was trying to get ready, I'm like, my alarms are going off. Hey, remember to do it. And I was like, no, oh, I don't want to do it. It's like, but really? Like, you're you're about to go yeah. talk about it. Like, and, and any time that I'm like, oh, Lord, I really don't want to do it. I don't have the energy for it. Um, if I'm not supposed to be doing this anymore, then just shut it down. And then that's the week that, like, and will come in. It's yeah. like, of course, I'm still supposed to be That's doing right. this. I so he is so faithful to show. And man, it, it, I have heard some really, really cool stories of people that and seen um, just how the Lord has comforted them after they have reached out. Like so many yeah. times we think, oh, I'll just sit and the Lord will be here. No, reach out. Please reach yeah. out and yeah. tell people that you need prayer. Yeah. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid of it. Absolutely. Like, just do it. The and, Lord and loves to use his people. Sometimes we have to ask and then he's able to use his people. So I love that you do that, y'all. It's such a blessing. Thank Thank you you so much for hanging out today. I love you bunches. This is great. And y'all, we are going into the holiday season. Um, Look for ways to be thankful. Reach out and get support where you need support. Build And y'all, look around and see who around you maybe needs Mm -hmm. to be reached out Mm -hmm. to. Open our eyes. Look around. Be the hands and feet of Jesus this holiday season. Thanks so much for hanging out at Table Talk. We will see you next time.